Deep learning is a subset of machine learning where it's a, a family of algorithms that uh, simply do the prediction task of, of inferring from some principle, learning some principle based on, on data and being able to be deployed and apply on this uh, problem and solve this problem in a production environment based on the data that they learned uh, before. Welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. Just sit back, relax and learn from the leaders of today. It's a journey. Each one is different, unique, inspiring. Let's get started. This episode is powered by JVentures, a community-driven VC fund in Silicon Valley, in partnership with Leumi Tech, sponsored by Hippo Insurance, Opwest Labs, Turing, Hillel at Stanford, Leap, and in media partnership with C-Tech. In this episode, we're going to take AI and deep learning to the next level. Meet Jonathan Geifman, co-founder and CEO of Desi, the deep learning company building the next generation of AI. He co-founded Desi after completing his PhD in computer science at the Technion Israel Institute of Technology. His research focused on making deep neural networks, DNNs, more applicable for mission-critical tasks. Jonathan was also a member of Google AI's MorphNet team, where he worked on developing an automated machine learning algorithm based on neural network pruning. Jonathan Geifman, welcome. How are you doing today? Great. How are you? Thank you for hosting me. I, I am doing uh, great. Thank you very much. Um, deep learning. Uh, one of the things that we mentioned right before we started here is that this is not going to be another ordinary episode. Um, there's, there's some hardcore stuff to talk about. Not, there's nothing to do about it. We, you know, you're, what you're doing with Desi, this idea of taking AI to the next level, you know, most people around you know, don't, don't understand the, the foundation of AI and, and what it actually means. And you're here taking us to already to the next level, publishing papers in some of the biggest conferences like uh, Neurips and uh, with, uh, working with Google and machine learning and, and PhD in Technion. So, not, not, nothing, uh, not, nothing selling short. Uh, and I can only imagine the complexity that now you're bringing to the world with Desi. And so I want to cut right to the chase. Jonathan, how do you get to decide that you want to dedicate your professional career right now to, to the concept of deep learning? Why, why deep learning? Okay, so, so, so I started to look at deep learning maybe six or seven years ago when it was the early days of this technology. And when thinking about deep learning, it was kind of fascinating why this technology works, how it works, and when, where can we take it? It was not deployed on, on many applications. It was the early days, and I was wondering what we can do with this technology, uh, what enablement could it be to, could it done to the world, and... I started to, to research this and during my PhD, I started to look about applications of deep learning and how can we, we make it uh, like more applicable for real life and how can we uh, count more on deep learning related algorithms uh, in order to, to involve them in, in mission critical tasks in, in our world like autonomous vehicles and, and in uh, medical diagnosis. So, so this was kind of the early days when I look at these algorithms in, the, in my PhD and master. So when you're, when you're repeating the words deep learning, um, you know, a term that really is, is, you know, it's not ubiquitous and, and it, some, it is some sort of a black box for a lot of people. What, what do you mean when you say uh, deep learning? So deep learning, if we look at the world of AI, which is a very general term and here with us for maybe 50 or 60 years, we can divide it into a machine learning, which is a, a a class of algorithms and deep learning is a subset of machine learning where it's a, a family of algorithms that uh, simply do the prediction task of, of inferring from 
some principle learning some principle based on on data and being able to be deployed and apply on this uh, problem and solve this problem in a production environment based on the data that they learned uh, before and they are mainly good in doing some prediction tasks in in image in image in a uh, voice and in text so so these are kind of the application the native applications of deep learning like processing signal uh, nature, nature natural signal like images, voice, and text, and making some predictions like classifications, detecting objects in, image, in images, uh, transcribing uh, voice, and stuff like this. So this is kind of what deep learning is doing today in our life. And it's deployed on many, many applications that we can see in our mobile phone. It deployed all over the internet in some of the backend of the sites that we're using, like Netflix, YouTube, Facebook, Google search, it's everywhere. And we are not also always familiar with the fact that it surrounded us with in so many applications inside and we are using deep learning every day. Jonathan, why go do a PhD in the Technion in deep learning? You have to like I'm sure you already know this, that if you walk down the street and you and if, if your shirt said that People think you're crazy. It's 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 like one of the hardest things you can do. Like why why like they, a lot of people would say why torture yourself. How how do you see you know your academia and uh, and you know I'm I'm smiling also because I'm I'm in that path as well. And so I, I have a feeling I know what you're gonna say. But it, but it it is an elephant in the room that needs to be said. Uh, actually, so, so I didn't dive directly into a PhD. I started with a master and, and searched for, for a topic to do some research during my master thesis. And, and then I, I, I found deep learning is very interesting. Then I, I dig a little bit and found a world world that I want to, 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 to investigate and research a little bit further. And then I, I continued to a PhD. Uh, I think that it's something that took me into the world of deep learning and trying to build some more applications, doing more research and seeing how this technology can, can, can make its impact. I think that this was the, mo the strongest motivation that I had while continuing from the master to PhD and focusing deeper on deep learning. And so you're finishing the PhD and a lot of people with, that have, um, you know, AI expertise or or any ability to create meaningful products, they think, okay, how can I actually use AI to, to you know, to augment, you know, something in our daily life, whether it's autonomous vehicles, it's, a, a, you know, image recognition, single processing, audio, whatever. You're saying, I'm not going to deal with one specific thing. I'm going to talk about AI in general. What, what does that mean to you? So... We saw the situation with this technology those days, like 2019, and we saw that many people are trying to use deep learning, but it's not, it wasn't easy on those days. Also now it's not so easy. Uh, and the, the proficiency that was needed from the developers in order to adopt this technology into, into applications in, in real life, in the industry, was very high. And we thought, okay, how can we reduce that barrier? How can we make deep learning simple to build simple to use, simple to deploy. And that this was kind of the motivation. I didn't want to focus on one specific narrow application and kind of collect the data and do all the job. And the one interesting thing in the horizontal AI approach that you see many, many applications and many, many tasks, and it's very diverse. We are working with customers in, in healthcare and we're working with customers in image editing and uh, smart cities in, and many, many applications. And we kind of exposed to, to all the impact that this technology can do to the world. Uh, and I think that this is 
more interesting for, for my personal perspective than focusing on one narrow application, building it along the way. Uh, and so, so this was kind of the motivation, like making this technology uh, available for everyone, for any application, uh, and seeing its impact uh, on, on all the width of the available applications of that technology. So, you know, now how many people are currently working at DESI? So at DESI, we have uh, 26 people at the moment. We are, we are um, wow. expanding very fast. Yeah, we started one and a half years ago, like maybe one year ago, we were only six. And then we had wow. instruction from the, from the uh, market side, side working with many, many customers at the moment. So we expanded very fast uh, and it was very interesting. Like this stage of the startup coming from zero to one, uh, from six to 26 in one year, it's fascinating because you want to wow. build something with a unique culture, with a, you want to control everything. You want to hire a good and a, a, like building company at these stages is very fascinating in my perspective, like scaling up uh, the team, building the right team to the right mission with the right product is, is very challenging and, and you have to control all the details at this stage. Uh, so yes, it's, it's, it's great. So building a culture and a lot of the times we hear, you know, about, about the mission and the vision of the company and, 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 you know, the CEO's responsibility to make sure that everybody's aligned on this vision. And, you know, a lot of engineers and researchers are looking for meaning in their work. How do you explain to your team members the meaning of the work that you're doing? Because it is a little bit more theoretical and less tangible than, you know, somebody who's working on security cameras for an elderly home care right, which obviously has an immediate impact. So how do you go about explaining that? Actually, we're we seeing ourselves as AI enablers. So in some sense, we have large customers with, with some, let's say, mobile apps that are deployed all across the world, and they can, and they can use these applications and see DESI model, like the engine behind the, the largest applications and for the largest companies are driven by DESI technology. So being able to see your technology work with the largest companies uh, applications is 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 amazing in the sense that you feel that you build something that is deployed all over the world making impact giving some value product value uh, for for users and it's more than like building a startup that will have 10 100 customers it deployed all across the world with uh, applications of the largest uh, tech companies in the world so so this is kind of the, the, the largest scale that you can think that a small startup from Israel can, can build technology. Right. And so going back to the world of deep learning a little bit, share with me a little, uh, you know, your two cents on, on where, where we're headed, both where DESI is headed, but also as an industry. Where is the, where is the deep technology or deep learning industry headed in your perspective? So I think that one of the things that we see that deep learning will uh, dominate all the machine learning space and all the AI space. So if I mentioned at the beginning that at the moment, deep learning is mostly working on computer vision, on audio and NLP, on text analysis, uh, we'll see in the future that it will completely replace all the traditional algorithms, what is called classical machine learning, uh, that is doing some uh, medical diagnosis, that is doing some... Uh, mathematical or statistical analysis. Uh, so deep learning will, will be the entire AI stack in my perspective in the future. 
Also, we are seeing a kind of standardization of how companies and, and people are building deep learning algorithms. Uh, and we will see more and more end-to-end -to -end tools that help the data scientists and, and the deep learning engineer to build, optimize, and deploy deep learning like what we are doing in DESI. So at the moment, the, 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 the AI market or the industry of AI is very fragmented with a lot of tools that every tool is doing something very, very small and very, very unique. And I think that this market will go to platforms that are giving end-to-end -end value. I think that the first company that identified that and tried to build it is AWS with the SageMaker platform. But we'll see more and more companies. Also, Google announced like last week something that they call Vertex AI, which is an end-to-end platform for AI. So we'll see companies that are building end-to-end -end platform that help from the development side, even with the data, labeling the data, etc. Uh, to the production side, and this is also the goal of DESI, like being the, the go-to platform, an end-to-end platform uh, for deep learning. That What's interesting at DESI is that how we build the models, which is based on the AutoNAC technology, which automatically design the models uh, to get uh, best uh, performance in production. Okay, okay, what does that mean? What, what is it that you just said? <laughs> AutoNAC, Automatic Neural Architecture Construction. This means that if the, in the past, data scientist was needed to, to craft the neural architecture manually, neural architecture is the core of the, of the deep learning model, like the structure of the model. And in the past, a data scientist was needed to craft this manually, like connect some layers together, think about the new architectures, or get something from GitHub that already published in academic paper. This was non-optimal in the sense that it was, this was not tailored for the specific task that this um, data scientist is trying to solve. And with AutoNAC, it's an algorithm that automatically designs the structure of the deep learning model in order to kind of solve an optimization problem of getting the best accuracy while also getting the maximal performance in production. As we know, deep learning requires huge amount of computational uh, effort during training and also in the production side. And in order to reduce that, we are building uh, algorithms with AutoNAC that are more efficient than the common deep learning algorithms that are available in academic paper or in GitHub. Right, and so what, what it sounds to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, is that essentially you're, you're taking the research that you've been doing and that you love doing and that you're fascinated by and you turn it into just a very, very profitable business, but really you're continuing to do research on a daily basis, right? Yeah, so, so one of the interesting things is that about one third of the company is a research team. <laughs> we are constantly wow. doing research in the state of the art of deep learning, like an academic institute on one side, and it's very fun and, and seeing new results and being like on the state of the art of, of the academic papers and, and, and results. And on the other side, we try to productize it and, and give it to the world and make it like uh, easy to use and being able to build deep learning models automatically very simple in very simple way. So this is kind of, uh, on one end is the research, on the other end is the product, to productize this technology. And this short route from a research idea to, to product in production that serves customers, it's a very, very exciting. So within this past year, you grew from six to 26, you've gained a bunch of customers, you've, you've essentially you've validated everything you wanted to, to, to validate. And where, where, where is Desi going from here? So if as a, you know, the leader of this ship, where, where is Desi going to be either, you know, you decide in one year or maybe five years? 
Yeah, so, so, so in the short term, we started very narrow with a very focused value proposition from the performance side, from computer vision, from edge to cloud. Now we are expanding to, to walk all across the domains of deep learning from uh, computer vision to NLP to audio. So this is immediate, like next, next quarter, we are, we are onboarding customers in NLP. In the longer future, we see Desi as the go-to for deep learning development. So if you need to build the deep learning algorithms, you better do it with Desi because this will give you the best results. That, that's my vision. Very. I, I have to say that I just love that vision. Uh, and uh, I think that one of the things that you know, we, we can also touch on here is just this idea of how big this market is growing. It is exploding. It is growing um, at such an, inc- an, an amazing rate where you have comp- every, basically every company now needs to leverage this technology because this has become the staple or the basis for or foundation for anything. It's no longer just heuristics or just, you know, it now this is the, the basis of, of understanding customers, understanding, you know, products, understanding opti- performance and optimization, right? So, and I'm guessing that you're, where you're sitting, you're really seeing it where all of a sudden you have all these companies that maybe even five years ago, even two years ago, didn't have anything, right? Yeah, so, so now we're working with the experts. We are helping tech companies to, to leverage this technology technology further. In the future, we, we are looking also to help like the companies that want yep. to enter into AI uh, with our platform. So, so this is kind of lowering the barrier, lowering the bar of entering into AI is one of our long-term goals. Right. Jonathan, I, I love this conversation. Thank you. I have three questions, but they're about Jonathan, not about Desi or deep learning. Are you ready for them? Uh, I hope I'm ready. <laughs> we'll start with your favorite subject from middle school or high school. Uh, I think it mathematics. Uh, I don't know. It was something that was interesting. Uh, I was good at that and I liked it. Amazing. Uh, who would be one of your role models? Somebody that inspires you in some way? I will say two. Uh, Larry and Sergey from Google. I think that they built an amazing company, and, and it's very interesting to to learn about the, the their their journey from the PhD at Stanford to to building Google. Like I think that they are the role model for me. Like seeing Google now uh, and looking what is Google become, and, and thinking about the early days. That's for me the the, the great example of building large company. What are three words that you would use to describe yourself? Or if I were to ask anybody, who is Jonathan Gaifman? Mm, family, Desi, life. I love it. Jonathan, thank you. I can't wait to start to understand how your, uh, you know, the work that you're doing is going to implicate the world in such a dramatic way. And I think that one of the things that I'm, I'm excited to think about is, you know, it's no matter how much you'll know, you won't even know how far down the, the snowball effect this made uh, and the butterfly effect. Both effects are in place here. Jonathan, thank you very, very much. Stay safe and stay healthy. Bye-bye. 